this this is gonna be so bad. <sighs> Welcome to the OK Buddy Cast. I'm Sean, and uh, this is I'm Aiden. Yeah, and I'm thrilled for this. Yeah, we're talking about Kill a Mockingbird. First, um, we got a list of four topics, and we're just gonna, I guess, let's go in them as we see fit. Topic one, we're gonna discuss about Hitler being empowered during the time of the book. What do you want to say? Uh, I think Hitler compares to the book in a really good way, as they use the idea in the book of racism to compare it to Hitler's idea of uh, Jewish people during like the Holocaust and stuff. They use it as a uh, idea to show like people's different opinions and how it can be unfair, like uh, how the townspeople are like uh, hesitant towards black people but then they think Hitler's actions are extremely bad so it's like a lot of hypocrisy I like the time they tie it in with the teacher the teacher saying like you can't falsely persecute a group of people yet in their society they do it to you know African Americans with Tom Robinson's trial and everything and I think it's like you said it's a great way to really show hypocrisy within a society especially like you won't really compare like a freedom type country like America that's something like Nazi Germany but it's it kind of brings out the reality and the, the darkness of this book and it can truly really show yeah it just shows people's two-faced abilities of thinking something that is almost exactly same is bad while thinking it's good but at the same part <laughs> in a way it's sort of like a it applies to them but doesn't apply to me type, type deal which we see quite a bit nowadays <laughs> it's kind of sad uh, yeah. we'll start with next topic Tom's trial outcome what do you think about that uh, I think the outcome was definitely unjustified almost like everybody thinks it is it's definitely unjustified mostly because of the jury not being uh, fair towards him and then also just like no really good prosecution as there was almost no evidence and like no actual way he could do anything, especially with his uh, mangled arm. <laughs> I mean, and all the evidence we did get could easily be stacked up against Bob, but it wasn't. Um, There's also one of those things too where like, uh, you know, you get in the car and you're going home from school and your, your mom's like, oh, what did you do at school today? I'm like, oh, I, I read about a guy who got falsely persecuted and sent to prison. Yeah, and then you sit there and you think about it after a while and it's kind of like, Oh, yeah, I read that. that. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. happened. Maybe I shouldn't just think I read that because I was forced to. But it's, it's I it, mean, it's, it weighs in on you. Yeah, it's definitely something to look at when you first read it. It's almost like, oh, it just happened in the book. But then, but then if you look into it more, it's more or less like, oh, I'm just reading this for the read. Yeah. <laughs> and then you put some real thought into it. And you're like, yeah. yeah. You think about it's it. The 1930s. There's not much civil rights for black people as Alabama yeah yeah there's a lot of racial discrimination and I mean it's only going to be another what 30 years until that's changed so yeah and I guess since we're on the topic of his outcome I'll talk about his death in prison that's one of the situations again too where you tell your mom what you did in school today and you say oh I read about a black guy got shot 17 times oh that's interesting honey yes and it's one of those things, again, too, you read it, and, like, 
this time. It was a little more unsettling reading it at first. No one really expected it. I mean, people who read ahead, of course, but yeah. you're you're thinking about it, and it's just a regular old scene where all the characters are talking, and then I believe it was Atticus brings in the uh, event that he's been shot in prison, and then oh, everybody yeah. has to complicate, like, oh, was he making a run for it, or did he just not want to live? Remember this guy earlier? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, remember that guy who spent, like, a lot of, like effort on trying to get out even though he went to jail anyways yeah he just got shot by the police yeah hopping hopping fences with the arm that got caught in cotton yeah thing too is that like he people were like trying to figure out like um did he want to escape or did he just think all oh, my life's gonna be horrible now that i'm in prison like i'm gonna get treated horribly and he just wanted to end it it's like that's one of the topics is like I guess it's probably personal opinion, but... I think, that, I think it proves to be one of the, again, the deeper parts of the book. I mean, that, like, it, his life wasn't worth living in prison for something he didn't do, so he thought, in his mindset, it probably wasn't really revealed in the book, but he probably just wanted to die anyways, because he was either gonna... There's so many things that could happen in a Alabama prison in 1935 to a black guy who obviously has one arm that just barely functions. Yeah, it's... It's a lot of bad stuff. He probably just happen. didn't want to. He didn't want to. He didn't want to live what he had in mind. A little bit unrelated. We're actually going over that in history currently, like the song "Hurricane" by Bob Dylan. It's about a man who's falsely prosecuted for murder and um, gets out 20 years after uh, serving his sentence. After they, he found that he was actually false falsely prosecuted. We're watching the butler and the, the butler's kid gets sent to jail a bunch of times just, and then this, the reason for his getting sent to jail is, is just because and it's, it's kind of like... Yeah, it's really unjustified especially during the 1960s. I mean, then you have all the civil rights and stuff but think about it, it's almost like the exact same thing that happened to Tom Robinson except the hurricane or Reuben Carter wasn't killed. He was, he was uh, let out of prison. Yeah, only if that Tom, but you know, we don't always get our way. This is gonna be the worst part. Yeah, this is this be the worst our part. fourth topic. Is gonna be so bad. Survival guide to Mayhem. Yeah. Okay, so we can we can take a, a, a as many approaches we can take with it. Like you can think of a survival guide of like, like how you act around people, or like, I don't know. Let's make like our own Ten Commandments. <laughs> but like to survive do not express outward opinions don't show sympathy for black people I mean that yeah that's you, actually a good one I mean if you think hurt. about it you 1930s <laughs> 1930s no one really took a good liking to it I mean there there's of course the extremely racist and then the people who actually had sympathy but it was never really outspoken the whole idea was racism I mean do that and a drunk abusive father will spit in your face and threaten to kill you yeah there was it, it was almost like if not not almost like but it was like if you expressed your outward opinion of hey I don't like this society norm you'd be like crucified lynch him yeah lynched like this guy doesn't agree with our uh, cultural appropriations like no, no, you're you're gonna automatically lose 
like um, popularity. So there's almost no point in saying anything and just go along with the crowd. Uh, uh, stay out of people's yards. Because you yeah. never know what guy's packing the shotgun in his bed, under his bed, in his gun case or whatever he got that packing in his house. But the last thing you want is probably get shot in some guy's backyard. Yeah, stay know. stay to each other's privacy. Don't tr I mean, gossip if you will, but stay out of like privacy. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Oh, here's a good one. If um. People don't stay out of your privacy. Threaten them. I, that, was, that was good. That was good. I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, don't go out at night because you will get jumped. Extre yeah, extremely unsafe. <laughs> Be careful at night. Especially if you have enemies. If any of your relatives have enemies and they seek revenge. Wear a ham costume. <laughs> yep, wear, wear a protective ham costume. So you with don't get stabbed. With chicken wire. <laughs> Man, only if Jim had a protective ham costume. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, think about it. Jim's arm wouldn't be broken. Broken. You gotta. Remember. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Bob Yule fell on his own knife. So. That that could be another rule. Don't. Don't fall on your own knife. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> don't just don't kill yourself on accident. Don't don't try and attack two children in the and middle of the night and then fall on your fall, quote unquote, on your knife. If anything, Boo probably just drove the knife into his ribs. What do you mean, man? This is dummy strength. Who's who's this Boo Radley? With his dummy strength. <laughs> you dummy thick. Uh, it is okay. I think. I think that's a good ending to that. that, that Saying topic. that Boo is... Dummy thing, yeah. I think that... Yeah, I think that's kind of ruined it. But we're just going to end it, you know? We're just going to end it, I think, here. Yeah, this is the ending of the first episode of the OK Buddy cast. I, I don't even know if we're going to make more of these than we got. This, this would be bad. But... You know, but yeah, this is it. <laughs>